Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. What are the chances Donald Trump could run for re-election in 24? We interview Lance Wall now with his book, God's Chaos Candidate. Also, Dr. Anthony Harper live from the White House about a big religious freedom conference. How will Biden respond? Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an exciting interview with Lance Wallnow, who is one of the only ministers in the prophetic movement who actually got it right, and we will get to him right after our opening segment. I wanna go live now to the White House with our White House correspondent, Dr. Anthony Harper, who's standing by outside of, uh, Anthony, what's behind you? I see the White House, but are you near the Rose Garden in the back? Uh, I No, that's on the other side. <laughs> well, tell me more. Uh, what are you doing in Washington today? Okay, well, I'm here to, at the White House to address the International Religious Freedom Conference that is gonna be held here uh, July, uh, very shortly, uh, here in about a week or so. But this very uh, serious issue is about persecution of Christians and, and Jews. I'm here at the White House to get a response by the Biden administration to what is gonna be done to combat anti-Semitism and of course, to combat the, the persecution of Christians. I was on the phone recently with a, a Nigerian pastor talking about the Muslim extremists slaughtering Christians in his country. Well, I understand this big international religious freedom conference, it comes out of the US Commission for Religious Freedom, uh, which is, is sort of a, a an arm of what used to be Ambassador Sam Brownback's uh, global ambassadorship for religious freedom. Uh, has the Biden administration appointed his replacement or are they just gonna leave that position empty and not care about religious freedom? Well, uh... The issue about caring about religious freedom is, uh, it is in question about this issue. I'm not really aware of, of replacing Sam Brownback, but you know, Anthony Blinken has been invited to, to attend this event. I think Nancy Pelosi as well, uh, as I mentioned, uh, also the Dalai Lama, Mike Pompeo, and so many more um, with the Family Research Council, uh, Tony Perkins. So we need to get a, an answer from this administration, what's gonna be, be specifically done to protect Christians from being persecuted. That is actually is even happening in our own nation as well, but really alarming to hear from this Nigerian pastor about what's going on there. Well, I am concerned also that the Biden administration has downgraded. Although this is a, a conference, it's always nice to attend a conference in DC. When Mike Pompeo was the Secretary of State under President Donald Trump, this was a full-blown Secretary of State hosted ministerial. And it was 
uh, the, the government actually encouraged people from all nations to send an ambassador who will talk about religious freedom. Maybe their State Department would send their uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs from all, every nation in the world was invited, but now it's scaled back. It's just a, a conference in D.C. Uh, Anthony Blinken, the new Secretary of State, is invited, but what are the chances he's actually going to show up? Do you think you'll get Jen Psaki to, to answer that today? Well, uh, hopefully, you know, in addition to this issue, I was alarmed when I didn't see one presentation uh, concerning combating anti-Semitism, uh, Dr. Chaps. It's a very serious issue that I want to bring that up, and I brought that up at the International Religious Freedom Conference of People about the lack of attention to the uh, issue of uh, anti-Semitism, combating that. So there are many serious issues to deal with, and hopefully the Press Secretary Jennifer Psaki will ask, uh, take my question and, and meet with me about the serious concerns about persecutions of specifically thinking about Christians and Jewish people, the ones that predominantly get the brunt of abuse. I see that uh, just about 30 minutes from now, you will be inside the White House in the James Brady press room. Uh, will you be allowed to ask a question? And if you're not at, invited, what would you want to ask? Well, you know, I, would, I would hope that she would call upon me, but I would ask for uh, the press secretary, Jennifer Psaki, what the Biden administration response is to the persecutions of, uh, of Christians and Jewish people, especially uh, in light of what's happening in Nigeria an answer about protecting those Christians from being slaughtered. And then there's so many other countries that Christians are being slaughtered. In addition to the, that Jewish cemetery desecration in Vilnius, Lithuania is moving forward with a recent loss of a court case that the Vilnius City Council is determined to desecrate that cemetery by constructing over the, the graves of the Jewish people there. Well, that's sad. They're putting up what I understand is the equivalent of a shopping mall on top of an ancient Jewish cemetery. And they're doing that with subsidies from American taxpayers or at least favorable trade agreements to Lithuania. If this were the Trump administration, I think they would put the put the kibosh on that. Uh, Dr. Harper, we have just about 30 seconds left. I wonder if you would uh, tell people about your travels, your expenses, and, and what's your website so they can donate. Well, please go to our website, imcnews.org, as for the Intermountain Christian News, and make your donations are tax deductible and, and pray as never before. Uh, please spread the word about the, the funds that is needed to be here to report the truth, to make a difference reporting on the persecution of Christians and Jews, uh, very serious issues. All right, let me pray God's blessing on you right now. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on this meeting today, even on President Biden himself, that you would turn his heart, that you would soften his heart, that he would side with God's people here and abroad. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's, let's take a short break. When we come back, Lance Wall now explains the Trump candidacy and the future. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin 
And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined now by perhaps the one leader in the prophetic Christian movement who got it right when he made predictions about Donald Trump's re-election efforts. I'm talking to Lance Wall now. And Lance, I, I wanna uh, thank you again, your returning guest, one of our fan favorites and, and my personal friend. You've been to our studio. Yeah. Um, in 2016, you predicted correctly that Donald Trump would win the, win, win the first election. And that was when he had a snowball's chance. And, and I think God vindicated you. In 2020, you did not predict that Donald Trump would win re-election, but you did predict many things in your book that came true. Yeah. Can you hold up the book and talk to us about it? God's chaos code, and the chaos is still happening. That's the amazing thing. So what I predicted was that Donald Trump would win the election and then overnight there would be a mysterious shift. There would be a blackout that would take place, exactly what happened with the news cycle. And that uh, the next day the phenomena of the strange recount would begin and ballots would begin to populate and states that were conspicuously for Trump are now being reversed over 24 hours with the verdict going that uh, Joe, you know, Joe Biden would win. However, it would be contested and there would be evidence of fraud and that would force it into the courts. Now what's amazing is... You predicted all that before the election. Before the elections. When it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court basically didn't want to hear it and all of the, all of the cases, people got to know this, 60 some cases were advanced and like uh, the, uh, they were, they were, the majority of them were dismissed not because the evidence was not sufficient, but because they were rejecting the, the standing for the argument in the first place. So now we're back in Arizona. Arizona is doing the recount and it's doing a forensic audit. Now you have uh, Fulton County, Georgia. What I didn't anticipate in the book was that it wouldn't be over after the Supreme Court decision. I thought that pushing it into the direction 
of the Supreme Court or the courts themselves would be the way that this was resolved. I had no idea that there was so much of an intimidation factor in standing for Trump, that the state legislators were nervous about it, that the judges were nervous about it, and that the Supreme Court wouldn't touch it. And so what we have is the, the storyline here was it would go to the court and the court would make the decision that ultimately would validate that Trump won. Never occurred to me that even today we would still be in the battle of a progressive proof of fraud that is now actually mounting. So the chaos code, I mean, chaos is the operative word. Uh, it, this is a sequel sort of to your previous book, The Chaos Candidate, yeah. which was about Trump. Now it's about this, this prophetic biblical code that dates back to some of the Old Testament prophecies. Yeah, I got a word from a prophet. I, I used to really get, be into the, the prophetic, um, I still am, but um, it was Kim Clement, was a friend of mine. He came to my church, just met him, South African prophet, kind of a remarkable individual. And he said, Lance, you're going to write a bestseller. And you, as a matter of fact, there's going to be three bestsellers and these books must go out and they will have the same title. So I never knew what the title was. <laughs> so the first one, which was a bestseller, was God's Chaos Candidate. And so I'm thinking, well, we're right in the election cycle. And, the, and I, the next one would be God's chaos. I guess chaos is the operative word in all three bestsellers. Nice. And so I'm already thinking where America's heading is God's chaos nation. So I'm already preparing in my head. That's the third book. I think the third one, because that's the bestsellers, three bestsellers with the same title. Nice. And, uh, and, but the chaos is an acronym. And it means that God is raising up Cyrus-type outsiders, rulers, Cyrus is important because in biblical history, that was the king that, that rose up in the secular arena so as to move things out of the way for an intimidated church to be able to advance. And boy, history is just like that. Nervous, intimidated, sub subjugated Jews had to go back and rebuild the house. And I think that Cyrus is arising. God is building a global house. And notice COVID shut down the house, the church as we knew it. Something new is coming up right now. Out of that comes the battle for the gates of influence, occupying the gates, which was Nehemiah, right after Cyrus. And then we'll find out whether nations will be sheep nations or goat nations, sheep cities or goat cities, based on how they persecute or restrain persecution from the innocent, primarily Christians and Jews. So, so the parallel, and you've talked about this previously on the show, but from Isaiah 45, the King Cyrus is here, this, this secular ruler, right? But he's a good ruler because he protects the religious freedoms of the Jewish people back in that day of Isaiah chapter 45. Ironically, Trump becomes the 45th president. And here is this, not really evangelical, sort of a secular businessman who protects the religious freedom of the evangelical church today in our time. That, that was uh, the first part of this. Talk to us about the next stage, the Nehemiah stage, where uh, the, the sheep and the goats thing. Well, understand that uh, this Cyrus is a global phenomenon, not just a Donald Trump, you know, shorthand. So it's Bolsonaro in Brazil. I work, we're working with him and with that government. Christians or Cyrus types that are protecting the church. Uh, Victor Orban in Hungary and in, and in Europe, in Poland. We, ha we have to uh, become more sophisticated as Christians because God is engaged in a global chess game. And the chess game involves leaders that are being raised up in all these arenas. Fake news, you heard the term now. But before that, we were talking about seven mountains. Because I was saying there are seven domains Christians need to pay attention to. 
they are being occupied by the enemy, but we are called to occupy these gates. Nehemiah is the chapter in history following Cyrus, where the Jews rebuilt the house, as Cyrus said, but they were given authorization to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem also. The walls and the gates is the Nehemiah battle. Our walls are collapsing. It's not just where we have a million um, foreigners that are invading our soil, thanks to Biden and Democrat policies, but we are, our boundaries are collapsing in marriage. Our boundaries don't even exist in terms of male and female and gender anymore. Yeah. The devil is about tearing down God-given boundaries so that you architecturally destroy the, um, the structures of society. Nehemiah rebuilds the walls and creates gates that can be occupied. And we're in the battle of seven mountains right now for the gates of influence. And, and when Trump literally wanted to build a border wall on our southern border, that was sort of, I, I, granted there's practical security considerations for doing that, but it's also sort of a prophetic statement for what you're talking about now is that the church needs to rise up and rebuild sort of a spiritual wall that's being torn down by the barriers between genders, for example, everyone's transgender and, and LGBT rights are contrary to God's border, God's line in the sand, which is God's holy word, the Bible. You really get this. You really, you are one of the smart ones. You're the one, you're the people I'm writing for. You I'm a, I'm get it. I'm a good it. listener. I'm a good listener. Because the uh, proverb says that uh, without self-control, a city is like, is like a city without walls, is a man without self-control, broken into and plundered. America is getting set up to be broken into and plundered because it is losing its ability to have clear boundaries. You don't have this in Russia. You don't have this in China. Matter of fact, Putin, you know what Putin did? He took an American Marine who got drunk and hit a police officer and he locked him up for seven years as a sign of intolerance for disrespecting the police and American arrogance when he's in a chess game with the United States over global power. And we had to go back there and kind of like negotiate and ask to get our American Marine home. This never would have happened with Trump. But the point is, these other countries don't put up with the garbage that America's becoming. It's becoming a lawless nation. And you that are going to preach the gospel are the builder of the wall. You're the Nehemiah. Let's take a short break. More with Lance Wallnow, his book, God's Chaos Code, after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. 
I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. This is PIJN News. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our guest again, Lance Wallnow. LanceWallnow.com. That's convenient. Yes, and build the wall now. It even works with my theology. <laughs> wall now. I, I, I just got that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a play on your name. Yeah. So uh, talk about... Dad humor. <laughs> sorry. Um, God's Chaos Code is your second book. Or, or you've had other books. But... Yeah, God's Chaos Candidates, the first one. God's Chaos... And I build these things for really limited shelf life. They're profound packed with revelation that actually can last 20 years, but I'm really limiting it by having Donald Trump on the cover because if he isn't back in a big way, then people will look at it and go, ah. But the book is actually a prophetic guideline for the next uh, decade. I want to say what's happening next because nations are lining up. Yeah. They're either on the Marxist side of that spiritual wall we were talking about or the freedom side. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit freaky. So here, here's the word picture. Here's the image if you can have it. If I had a whiteboard here, I'd draw it. Imagine Satan is under siege. In the end times, he is actually under pressure. And to a great degree, the fact that second heaven, that atmosphere that surrounds the earth, that is uh, first heaven, second heaven, third heaven, it requires you to really know your Bible and know that the devil has spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. But there is a, as the kingdom comes, Satan is being pushed down. That's the increase of stress in the last days. And you're in an increased battle with, I'm, I'm sorry to say that we're up against the, uh, the fallen angelic hierarchy. We are not a match for, the, for these supernatural um, creatures that we're up against in the, in the demonic hierarchy, the fallen angels. But with the mind of Christ and with the Holy Spirit, we actually have access to something that is beyond human. And we're in a great chess game as those powers are being pushed down and ultimately cast out and evicted by Jesus. The demons. The they're, demons. They're being pushed down. Exactly. You're seeing an increase. I was always thinking, how does Paul knew in the last days stress will come? For men should be lovers of their own selves, and there's going to be increased lawlessness and, and uh, increased you know, um, deception, even among those that deceive others or deceive themselves. And I'm thinking, how did he know that? Because I think he had a theology that Satan was going to be evicted. And before his eviction, there was going to be a there was going to be an increase in the harvest manifestation of both God's activity and the devil's activity. So when we talk about nations, nations are going to take on the disposition of the spiritual environment that they're in. The church alone can actually push back on the powers of darkness and occupy territory. 
Anyone else is going to be moved out of the way. But it's not just any church. It's got to be a church that actually has the mind of Christ. And that means a mind submitted to, to the will of God. So if nations have to, have to be separate. Now, when I think of Matthew 25, Jesus talks about the separating of the sheep from the goats. And yeah. I, I look at that as a personal thing for me. I want to be a sheep and go to heaven, not a goat and go to hell. But you're saying that's going to happen among people groups, like nations of people will also be separated. Yeah, and I think that, uh, and this is like I get a lot of theological pushback from the same people, actually, that don't like Donald Trump, don't like my theology on this, which makes me suspicious. Uh, Jesus said, when, I return, when he returns, he said he's going, to, he's going to gather all nations. So we can God be cute and go, ah, oh, but the actual word is ethnos. Yeah, well, gathering nations is ethnos. And so why do we know that the nations are made up of ethnic groups, but they're eventually in bounded, boundaried political entities? Because in the book of Revelation, the Antichrist rises up, the false prophet, and Satan goes forth to deceive the nations, and he does it by going to the kings that tells you there's a hierarchy. Wow. It's a political hierarchy Satan yeah. deceives in order to get the nations. So therefore, when Paul said that uh, God has set, uh, you know, set time periods and he goes to Athens and he says, for God has made of one blood all nations of men that walk upon the earth and has set the boundaries of their habitation and their times uh, and, uh, and given, and have happily they may seek after him, which means God has set physical boundaries for periods of, for nation states or for city states and he set durations of time and when it's time for the handwriting on the wall for a nation you're done America has hit the handwriting on the wall moment but you've got Daniel in the room and you've got intercessors in the room and you've got Esther's that are there at a time when um, you know Haman is rising up and what God is doing is he's provoking us to contend for an extension of time I want America to be saved with the sheep and not condemned with the goats, but our future is never certain, is it? We, this is a battle. We've got to fight for America. We've got to pray for America, intercede for America to be on the right side of, for example, decisions about Israel, for America to be on the right side of divisions about pro-life and, and, and anti-abortion yeah, issues. Because these things come with consequences. And, and yeah, so, you, so the, the law of blessing and cursing, and you get the consequence comes with a choice. It's like Stephen Covey was a secular teacher. He said, you cannot pick up one end of a stick without automatically picking up the other. So when you take an action over here, you automatically have a consequence attached. The fact that it's delayed, Ecclesiastes says, is where men get deceived. They don't see the immediate connection between cursing Israel yeah. and the consequence to their nation. But uh, in history with the long view, you see cause and effect all over the place. We, we just have a minute left. Would you help us pray for America to make the right choice? Yeah, surely. Let's pray. And it starts with, you know, I, I was listening to Jordan Peterson had to deal with a question recently, and how do you keep yourself from self-deception? And I remember something Derek Prince said. I thought, I wish Peterson heard this. To keep yourself from the great deception, the big lie, you have to keep yourself from the little one. So rather than praying for others, let's pray for ourselves. Father, I ask you right now to set the searchlight of your candle light on the inside, bright on the inside. Illuminate the inward parts of each of us. Show us if there's anything in us that is displeasing to you. Enable us by your power and grace to see and yield on whatever issue you're requiring of us. And I pray that you would fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit and show us how to resist the evil that is in our day, in Jesus' name.
Amen. Our guest has been Lance Wallnow. His website, lancewallnow.com. Be sure to get a copy of his book, God's Chaos Code. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please sign a petition there when you visit or donate to help us bring you these kind of interviews. We need your financial support at PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today or if you just prayed with us, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.